Hello, yes indeed, what up, what up, and welcome to Junior Funners, the uh, premiere, 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 Perrier, uh, the Perrier award winning uh, uh, <laughs> football podcast about uh, all things Arsenal and football fandom and uh, all the all the other stuff that we like. I'm Ollie Munster from uh, from the internet, and that there, also from the internet, is Mr. Lawrence Yates. Hi, hello, and uh, and we're back, and it's nice, and it's yeah, we had to take a couple of weeks off uh, with uh, various obligations, but uh, we're back, and we're here to to catch you up on uh, all things. Arsenal and a few other goings on, a few other goings on in the world besides that, because uh, a lot can change in a few weeks. And uh, as I'm sure you'll notice, Lawrence, uh, things are a lot more twisted out there at the moment. Yeah, uh, we're we're on the brink of uh, everything getting a lot more twisted. But we'll we'll talk about that later on. Um, so yeah, we 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 talk about Arsenal. We're both Arsenal fans, and here goes our first segment: Arsenal news. That was the jingle. And um, we got quite a lot to catch up on, so a lot of this isn't necessarily news. It's just a very brief kind of whistle-stop recap of what's happened since we last uh, were with you, listeners. So we were uh, lamenting, you know, losing two points against uh, Watford through, you know, having been 2-0 up and the game ending to all. Um, after that, we uh, played Eintracht Frankfurt in the Europa League. That went pretty well. That was 3-0. The, yeah. uh, the young players looked pretty good in that match. I think ba- Bayoko, Bakayoko, Saka, yeah. um, since then has sort of more or less cemented his place in the uh, in the starting lineup, at least for now, until Lacazette comes back. Uh, so he played very well. And then uh, the following, well, following on from that, with the uh, 3-2 win, at Aston Villa, well, not at, at home to Aston Villa, um, which we kind of snatched from uh, being, well, first of all, we were 1-0 down and then 2-1 down and then uh, going down to 10 men and then, uh, yeah, ending uh, ending up just, just scraping through there. And the Carabao Cup, we got 5-0 win against Nottingham Forest. Again, a lot of the younger players shining in that one. Gabriel Martinelli uh, looking very good. Um then we've got the the one all draw with Man United, uh, which as of as of the time of recording was a week ago today. Uh, I watched that match and and you didn't. Is that right? Yeah, because I don't have um, Sky. So it's yeah, uh, not a great match. Not a not a not a great watch. Um, that fixture has dropped uh, a long <laughs> a long way from what it used to be in terms of uh, entertainment value. Yeah. Um. Need to say more than yeah. Um, <laughs> well, because I didn't watch the game, I didn't even watch the highlights because um, couldn't be asked. But and uh, uh, <laughs> it's it, uh, to be honest, it, I, I at least we didn't lose because I felt um, United would probably be up against for up for it because it's Arsenal. Yeah, everyone seems to be quote up for it against Arsenal. Yeah, but um, yeah, luckily, luckily because they went they went ahead and uh, I was thinking, oh, typical. Yeah. And then, yeah, luckily we got a, 
got to go back. And um, but that was the thing. The uh, the papers saying VAR saves Arsenal, and but, it's like, yeah. but it's the cor- if it's the correct decision. Yeah, it was. Like, he was very. Yeah, I mean, he was very, very blatantly on side. Like he couldn't have been more on side. Like, mm. There's not even. They didn't even have to do the like the little graphic with the dotted line to show that he was on side. Like it wasn't. It wasn't even that close. Mm. Um. So yeah, the the idea that like, VAR saved Arsenal is a bit. Yeah, is kind of st- stupid and wrong. Um. But yeah, the game itself was kind of stupid and wrong. Uh, just not, not very entertaining. Uh, both teams just really lacking um, much quality and consistency. I think Arsenal could have won it probably mm. um, had they they taken just one of the chances that they had. Um, but yeah, a lot of like for the first like I don't know thirty thirty five minutes, the only really kind of entertaining thing about it was there was just loads of fouls there's just loads of like really stupid tackles being made by by both sets of players um so that you know that kind of <laughs> kind of tells you all you need to know about that and you know bear in mind this was you know this was not that long ago a fixture that would pretty much decide the title each season um now it is like it is just sort of like a mid table you know, it's it's not that different from. Well, we're, we are third, but yeah, at the moment, yeah, yeah I mean, for now, we'll come on to that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, after that, we we standard Liège. Um. No, no deluxe Liège, unfortunately, but standard Liège in the uh, Europa League, comfortable home win there, four nil. Um. Martinelli once again looking very good. Um. And then yesterday, at time of recording, uh, we uh, yeah played uh, at home to Bournemouth and won 1-0. 1-0 um, to the Arsenal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, only our, our second clean sheet in the league. Um, but David Luiz uh, finally came good somewhat. Um, yeah. Got a goal. And like I said, they they managed to keep a clean sheet. So hats off to uh, Sideshow Bob for now. Uh, so, yeah. Because our previous episode, if you look back in the feed, uh, had some advice for David Luiz, so I don't think we're, we're not quite walking that back just yet. But uh, yeah, it's a, he had a he had a good game. There was there was times because I watched the match of the day highlights earlier, and um, there are times when Bournemouth from the second half were getting back into the game, and David Luiz defensively he does leave a lot of um, space yeah. behind because there was one uh, instant. I think it was the one where Callum Chambers. Cleared it before Josh King got to the ball. Yeah, and that was when um, I think Callum Wilson, I think, put in. I can't remember. I think it was. Um, can't remember the uh, Bournemouth. He's a new right back, like the young player, Stacy. Yeah, and he yeah. got in behind. And I was like, "That's the same with David Luiz. He always leaves just so much." Yeah, He's although he really... did, he made a couple of good tackles as yeah. well. Um, yeah, that was at one towards the end. He made a, it was a good tackle, but um, that's the thing. I kind of think him and Socrates is just. They're not. You need one who's slightly quicker. That's why I think. Like, yeah. Um, even Mustafi or, Ro- or Rob Holding would be better. But um. I, yeah, I think. Yeah, because I think yeah. So Socrates is sort of maybe slightly more reliable than David Luiz, although it's not not by much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's uh. Yeah, it, it's a need, real. You need one who because. David Luiz likes to go and uh, you know close down, and 
need someone to cover. Like that's that was mm. always the thing with like Murder Sacker and Kashoni. One would, uh, yeah, because you can have Kashoni and Vermalin. So like, uh, Murder Sacker was the perfect sort of uh, uh, cover. Yeah, sort of centre back because he was slow, so he would just yeah, stay he had deep. no pace, but he yeah. was massive. Read the game, read the game well. So yeah, like, we need someone like that. And I kind of think Rob Holding would probably be the better one to have alongside either Louise, maybe or. Well, that's yeah, that's that's the good news. Rob Holding, Kieran Tierney, and uh, Hector Bellerin are now all back in the squad, aren't they? Yeah, um, I was watching all... the um, <clears throat> standard of the age game. It was so much. Kieran Tierney got an assist for the. I can't remember which was either the second goal. I think. I can't remember. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like fine. We have a decent right back. Yeah. And the left back rather. Yeah. And it's like we've been crying out for one for a very long time. And uh, I mean, Kolesnach. I mean, he's all, he's okay, but he's just like. I don't know. He's not very, you know, not a consistent end product. He's, really. I think, yeah, he's not the best at tracking back. He loves getting forward. Um, yeah. Not always necessarily the best at kind of providing that cover you were just talking about. Is yeah, he's not not always the most. And he picks up stupid bookings as well. Like he's got a little bit of that like Granite Xhaka syndrome yeah. where he'll just make fouls that, or he'll start arguing with the referee when he doesn't need to. And, and get like a, a yellow card for that. Like he just sort of, yeah, just just silly little things like that. But overall, I, I do like Kalasanach, but yeah, he's, he's kind of symptomatic of all of Arsenal's defenders, you know, good, good on, on his day, but uh, capable of so many mistakes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, that, and I, I mean, it, it's weird because I mean, winning at home to Bournemouth, Arsenal are kind of one of Bournemouth's, bogey teams aren't they they've never they've never won mm. at the emirates um although they have i think they have beat us at uh at the vitality but it's yeah they never they never seem to do very well at the emirates but um yeah it's and it means that like you said we're now up into third place um people saying that the the current sort of top four top five in the league could be how it is at the end of the season mm. Um, I th- I st- I see the the point, but it, I don't know. It's it's just so early. It's like yeah. it's just so like you know, we're only what are we like, we're not even like two months into the season. Um, so it's a bit bit early to kind of be making proclamations yeah, like it's that. It's only like but... eight eight games, but it's like we're Liverpool running away, so we can sort of discount them. So let's just yeah consider City and not Leicester. Was it Palace and West Ham? It's so. I mean, well, it's yeah. The, at the moment, it's like Burnley. Yeah, you got <laughs> you got yeah. City, then Arsenal, then Leicester, Chelsea. Oh yeah, Chelsea. Just under them, kind of bubbling. You got like yeah. You got like your your West Ham's and your Burnleys and your, uh, <laughs> your yeah. Spurs. Um, but it, I mean, it, yeah. It, it I you know not gonna lie. It looks good for Arsenal, like you know, this weekend is some really great results. You yeah. know, in terms of uh, in terms of helping Arsenal get get well in the mix for the, uh, the the top four again. You know, Spurs losing, not just losing, but losing heavily. Yeah, that's pretty. I did watch um, Brighton uh, v. They did some good stuff. Like I wish yeah. we could play like that against Tottenham. Mm. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty was good for you know for a team that sort of just barely avoided relegation. Last season, I mean, I know they they got a new manager, but it, yeah, they uh, they they really they sort of made Spurs look pretty ordinary. <laughs> like yeah. they really did, kind of you know, for a 
for a team like Spurs that have got so many like established, you know, defenders, um, like you know, like Vertonghen and, and Alderweireld and that, um, just making them making them look like a bunch of damn clowns. Yeah, I don't know whether um, I don't know whether this is a true rumor or not, <laughs> but apparently the reason Vertonghen had a black eye, he had a black eye apparently. Um, even during the Bayern Munich game where they oh, lost, where they lost 7-2. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, yeah, that's... And, uh, <laughs> and that was good. Yeah. The shout, we've got to talk about uh, Nabry. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> Former Arsenal uh, youngster Serge Gnabry scoring... It was a hatchet of four goals, wasn't it? Yeah. And he scored against Spurs. Good that's lad. That's pretty great. Good lad. Yeah, but so Spurs... Spurs lose. I think it's it's the is it the highest uh, yeah, so margin of defeat of any team at home in the Champions League. I don't know, possibly, it's, but I think there's all sorts of broke records that got broken. Um, but yeah, Spurs lost at home seven two to uh, to Bayern Munich. Um, so who did you think you were playing against? You are playing like that? Like it's Bayern Munich. Yeah. Like anyway, and um, well, it's, I think it's a little bit like it's like when City beat Watford. Um, Eight nil or wherever it was, you know, they just scored their goals so quickly, didn't they? Like Munich just got mm. like so many of their goals like in the space of a, like a couple of minutes that it was like it was just the game was just out of sight of Spurs before before it even got to seven two. Mm. So it's just yeah, but yeah, four of the goals scored by Serge Gnabry, um, who uh, I never really understood why they let him go. I don't know. I think it was at the time we had Sanchez and. I think Urzu at the time was doing all right. He was playing sort of on the right wing, and Sanchez was playing on the left wing, and then there was Giroud up front, I think. Was it not just before that? I feel like it was maybe slightly before and Sanchez joined. No, no, I think this was um, the season he first joined, 2015. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 20, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, uh, 16. Been, yeah. So he wasn't, he wasn't really, he was really going to get in at that time. Yeah. Because of the, yeah, Sanchez and. Ozil was still quite good at the time. Yeah. And um and then we Yeah, so it was unfortunate, but um And he went to did he go He went he went to It was West Brom, wasn't it? Yeah, he went on loan to West Brom and then Pulis good old Pulis and um said he's not good enough for uh, West Brom. Yeah. So he went on loan to like uh Verde Bremen and then I think he went to Hoffenheim mm. and that where he was did pretty well for Hoffenheim and then Bayern Munich bought him. Yeah. So yeah, and then it's always just the one ex-Arsenal player who's doing well, and it's always well. This just goes to show how how rubbish Arsenal are because they can't keep a player for like. It's like well, it's not really yeah. At I mean, the time, we didn't really have any. Yeah, he wasn't going to get in the and he team. Was like what, like nineteen, twenty yeah. years old? Like, it, like yeah, yeah. There was no. He wasn't like guaranteed to play regularly. Like, yeah, it's yeah. It's just like. You know, it is, it is that stupid thing of like, how could you not see that he was going to be this good? Like, it's just a oh, fuck off. Like, yeah. And it's like, um, what was I going to talk about? The equivalent um, oh, would be the, like the, United the, buying back Pogba for a hundred yeah. million quid. Like, it's just, just yeah. because Pogba did work. Anyway, I'm not going to. That won't happen at Arsenal because we don't do that. No. We talk, I mean, and uh, yeah, I was going to talk about this alleged rumor yeah. going around at Tottenham, where apparently, uh, Vertonghen had slept with Christian Eriksen's wife and Harry Kane punched him. Yes. This is I, a supposed uh, room. I don't know if this is true or it's just some, this as some well, bullshit. It's, yeah, and that's, that's one of the reasons that Eriksen wants to, uh, was so keen to leave yeah. in the summer. Um, and it is, 
It does sound a little bit like um, one of the episodes of Gangs of the EPL from the Atletico Mints podcast, you know, with Harry Kane's magic chin. But um, yeah, I don't know. That, uh, it's, uh, that sort of thing has happened at clubs like Tottenham before, so it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility. Um, it's the one thing we've I talked, we've talked about, like Wayne Bridge and yeah. John Terry before. It's the one thing I predicted that would at Tottenham. I remember in the uh, season preview, I said Tottenham sort of jadedness would sink it, seep into the team, and it's sort of. It's, I'm glad to have been vindicated this time. Yeah, yeah, I got everything else wrong. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. It's kind of wild because it is like, barring the fact that they managed to get to the Champions League final, their league form at the end of last season was was pretty bad. Well, yeah. it was bad. It was really bad. Um, and they have they've really kind of just picked up where they left off. Like there isn't there's there isn't like a there's no sense of like a fresh start or a new season or anything. They're making all the same all the same mistakes they did at the end of last season. Um and there's just no like yeah, there's no it, everything's just so disjointed. There's no kind of like there's no vibe of them working as a team or anything. Yeah, they don't really like on match of the day, they had a stat of like the they were ranked either twelfth in terms of teams that um press. Yeah. So they've really sort of under Pochettino's teams, they were were Southampton and um I can't remember, but um they Pochettino's teams have always uh, even with Tottenham that they were ranked very high among teams that press and yeah win the ball back in the opponent's half. And in the last season or two, they've sort of dropped from it went down to tenth and then twelfth. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, for a for a team with that much firepower going forward, on on paper at least, um, yeah, very very strange to not be pressed. You think you got like, you know, even beyond like Harry Kane, you got like players like Lucas Moura and and Son and Deli Ali when he's fit. Yeah, he's really. Dropped off, Daddy Ali. Yeah, he's become really bad. He's but, is he even in the England squad? I don't know. I don't think he was picked. I th- he it was fit? Lingard and Ali weren't picked. Yeah, yeah so. it's kind of I get not picking Lingard because he's he's fallen way off. But Messi Lingard, That's what United <laughs> fans call him, <laughs> Messi Lingard. Jesus. Um. Yeah, so that's well. I suppose yeah. We're now we're now heading into the international break. We've got two two England matches coming up, um, and yeah, Southgate sort of noticed the times. I guess that, you know just sort of the the way things are going in the Premiership. He's given a lot of the the younger players a chance. Um, you know, he's got brought up Tammy Abraham and and Tamori yeah. and yeah. It's uh, yeah, all the, all the Chelsea players, which is really great. <laughs> it's, well, they, they they look good. They've been playing well. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, it is good for England. And Harry Kane, no matter how shit Spurs are doing, he doesn't always seem to manage to turn it on for England um, when he's fit. So yeah, I think it's yeah, it, it's it's a. I'm sort of excited to see what happens in these next couple of matches. Hmm. Um, I do think we need like a better midfield. I I just. I just don't really. I'm not. I mean, Declan Rice fine for defensive mid, but um, I don't want Ross Barkley or and uh, Jordan Henderson. I mean, he's he's okay, but I think yeah. I mean, I, I, I he. I think it's fair to say yeah. Jordan Henderson kind of splits opinion. Um, but yeah, I think I I think he's kind of a nothing. I, re- I really wish we could player. bring in like Milner, but 
Yeah, I mean, he's he retired a while ago, yeah. didn't he? But he's yeah, it's uh, yeah. Have someone like James Milner, like it's, <laughs> it's sort of like he became a meme. Like, oh, he's he's uh, there was a time when he did p- was picked like back in 2012 where people were sort of saying he wasn't very good. Yeah. But uh, no, it was that re- Twitter account, wasn't yeah. it? The boring James Milner Twitter account. And he just tweet like things like told David Beckham I like his new trainers, just stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, I would have liked someone, but never mind. Um, it is a bit uh, shit to have to rely on Ross Barkley hmm. because he's not even like he's not even like first choice for Chelsea. Like you know, he's not he, he's nowhere near kind of like. Mr. Dependable for Chelsea just getting uh, back into the team having been just left out in the cold for like two three seasons like it's yeah yeah. they should have um, those Longstaff brothers yeah they they made played blinder yesterday (laughs) they did yeah that was great yeah yeah. I thought that was like I don't know I I don't know if it was just like the way they edited the highlights on Match of the Day or if if United really are that shit but Newcastle did I thought they looked pretty good like yeah. going forward like they, they i know what it is why do people hate steve bruce so much is it just because i think it's because he just represents that a, a kind of specific british manager mediocrity kind of at Hull city he did like bring in andy roberts and harry Maguire, and he went on to you know yeah i, I always he thought he was bring in um uh fucking no what's his name the other scottish one is it west ham now Snow oh, Snod- Snodgrass, yeah, yeah, but he was he was at Leeds before in, in Norwich, so yeah. he was sort of already established. Yeah. But um, yeah, I always thought, like, to be fair to Steve Bruce, he's always sort of managed to find good young players. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I did find it funny. With, we're talking about our favourite um, Man United fan, Mark Goldbridge. Yes. He's just so, like... The smartest man in the world. Bloody Steve Bruce! Bloody <laughs> Steve Bruce! <laughs> So like, didn't he used I to think, play for Man United. I thought I thought Man United fans would like him. Yeah, and it was he in in twenty three matches as a manager, he'd never managed to beat Man United, and this was the first time. He just looks like kind of Jay Leno. He does. He does it like a bit like yeah, like an alcoholic Jay Leno. Jordy, Jordy, Jay Leno. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, Steve oh. Bruce does seem like a nice guy, unlike a, a lot of yeah, he's not of, Sam Allardyce. He's just, yeah, a lot of those managers just seem fucking gum, miserable. Gum. But. Chewing like just big yeah, no nonsense, northern, northern hard men, kick it long, yeah, like uh, the again like Atletico mints kind of you know eat pie, yeah, kick like just sees, yeah. I think Steve Bruce is not as the worst manager. I think he's okay. I yeah, although I'm I'm not like I don't know if he was brought in to manage Arsenal, I'd be yeah, like, no, no, obviously, know, obviously I wouldn't want him managing Arsenal, but I think he does. Good at you know those sort of lower bottom half of the table Premier League teams, yeah. Championship clubs. He's he does okay. He's- so I'm just gonna I'm just finding the, uh, the the clip here of um you mentioned Mark Goldbridge. So this is the this is courtesy of uh, Goldbridge World on Twitter, which sort of compiles all the uh, all the best Mark Goldbridge moments as they happen. This is this is Mark Goldbridge reacting to the Newcastle goal as it happens. Newcastle, pass one. Oh no! Bloody no! I can't believe it! It's the bloody ginger long staff! It's his younger brother! I can't believe it! What are we doing? How has that gone in? You've bantered me! 
passing, it's an easy path to three points. What have we done? What have we bloody done? It's the BTEC Longstaff as well. It's not even the one we wanted to buy. It's M Longstaff. I don't even know his first bloody name. Oh, for God's sake, United. You stop. This is it. He'll never attack again. He's never going to attack again. He's never going to attack again because we try and win the game and then we go and bloody let a goal in. There's plenty of people back. Why? Whoa, Jesus Christ. We've got about seven people back. This is a joke. Absolute joke. You know what? If we lose this game and Oli Gunnar Solskjaer gets tactically masterminded by Steve bloody Bruce, it's like losing a game of hide and seek to Stevie Wonder. It's crap. Absolutely crap. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Newcastle have scored a goal against Manchester United. I can't believe it. I don't even have a one. I don't even have a one to put next to Newcastle. I was like, don't worry about it, Drawty. We won't need any numbers for the Newcastle game. And we're 1-0 down. Oh, for God's sake. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> What yeah, what what you probably can't hear there at the end, uh, listeners, is when he's when he keeps saying I can't believe it, he is full on he's got his head in yeah, his hands. I managed like, to get a good screenshot for the he, group chat. He's like he's, he's, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be sitting there one day with with um some sort of clown makeup on and yeah. he's gonna have like society written he on is, his shirt yeah. or something. Yeah, he's gonna have United tattooed across his forehead, yeah. Jared Leto style. It, yeah, I mean, it, it's when he when he mentions that he doesn't have a one to put next to the name. That that's the referring to the graphic he has in the lower like right hand corner of the screen from where he's got the score up. Um, yeah, I mean that is that's quite a, a beautiful piece of um, <laughs> of just meltdown. Uh, yeah, meltdown memorabilia or whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. So United currently sitting in in twelfth, I believe. Um, Level on points with. Let me just look it up because um, I want to make sure I get this correct. Um, I think they were equal with Brighton, possibly. Yeah, I think they might be one of them. That, that yeah, eleven, um, 11 points or so. Is it? Yeah. They are. They are. I believe a point behind Bournemouth, um, which is uh, very cool. Um, we, I mean, that's you know, I think it's sort of made cooler by the fact that. Bournemouth and United both lost uh, this weekend, and Bournemouth are still ahead of United. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, United in 12th, level on points with Sheffield United, newly promoted Sheffield United, uh, Brighton, uh, who uh, just, as we talked about earlier, just survived relegation last season. Um, one point behind Wolves, two points behind Bournemouth and Spurs. Uh, so, yeah. One point ahead of Villa and Newcastle. So, you know, after the international break, could be that, you know, Villa or Newcastle end up uh, overtaking them. Who knows? But, um, yeah, things are definitely going from bad to worse for United, which yeah. uh, you simply love to see. Um, Good. Just take a quick break and we'll be back in a second. <laughs> okay, and we're back. Uh, can check going once again. It's Foster's today for anybody that's uh, keeping track. Um, it's about time we uh, we dip into the uh, the the mailbag and read some some fan mail. What do, you, what do you think? Yeah. Um, when I said that, I should have loaded the app before uh, I started talking there. So that's uh, yeah. Well, 
It's a shame there's no way to edit this out. Um, okay, so this this uh, is from a couple of weeks ago. Um, but this is the first time we've had a chance to record since we've been sent it. Uh, <clears throat> says it's from Anonymous. Uh, the subject line is, why is everything in the world shit? And then the body of the email says, answer me that, question mark. Best regards, Anonymous. Uh, says the Anonymous, the one who's like, where's the mask and... I, mm, we're going to hack, um, you know, we're McDonald's. We're going to leak stuff about... Tell, tell you what's in the, the secret sauce. Yeah, KFC secret yeah. recipe. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe. Um, why is everything? I mean, they so do, shit? they're fairly kind of, you know, down and everything, so they might want to know why the world's so shit. I um, mean, could you, you could ask maybe you're part of the problem because you're creating fear. Yeah. That attitude, yeah. Project fear, you know, I, that's a, that's a thing I've, I've read. Um, don't really know what it is, but it's a thing I've heard about. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. You're not talking about the game fear where there's like a, creepy girl sort of thing that follows you around sounds hot it's not it's, no. i haven't played it but i've heard it's like one of these it's like a game based in like chernobyl oh cool and uh sort of nuclear fallout and you first uh, person shooter like a mutant and ghost. there's like a i think this is the game where it's like a sort of weird sort of little lady a little girl don't know whether it's like a ghost or in your head a or mutant. something that yeah. follows you around does things Still sounds kind of hot, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Why is the world shit? I think uh, possibly because of, uh, I don't know, capitalism, giant corporations yeah. just uh, doing Corruption. whatever they want to make a profit and no one's yeah. stopping them to the brink that the entire world is going to become uninhabitable within our lifetime. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, uh, previous generations doing nothing about it, but also blaming the current generation. Maybe. But I don't know. Maybe I don't know. That's whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, that's just a just a hunch. Uh, so I hope that answers that, your question, anonymous. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to uh, write to us, send your emails to uh, juniorfunners at gmail dot com. Is that the only? Is that the only one? Uh, juniorfunners. The only uh, me- me- message. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a there's one from Google about an update to their terms and conditions, um, but I didn't really think that was. Uh, I feel like a lot of people probably got that email. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's that's the uh, that's the fan mail for for this week. Uh, juniorfunners at, at gmail dot com, or you can tweet at us at juniorfunners, uh, or get in touch on Facebook. We're we're on Facebook as well. Uh, please get in touch. We're very lonely. Um, just uh, yeah, just and nice to... and the Facebook page sometimes I think it sort of goes away if you don't use it for a while. So I need to. I probably should post something. Yeah, I mean, I'd, well, I don't know. I still get things from Facebook pages for like bands and stuff that I was in where it's like, yeah. don't forget they have your audience hasn't heard from you in a while. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit. Um, so I, I don't know. I, you probably have to leave it for quite a long time before it goes mm. away. But uh, yeah, but yeah, engage with us on Facebook to keep the thing alive. Uh, otherwise, I don't know, you know, if a tree falls in the forest, no one's around to hear it. Does it, uh, does, does anyone hear it? Uh, I, d- I, d- I do because I have this weird thing in my head. Mm. Like, oh, not again. Yeah. Yeah. I feel a, a chill go through my very Ooh. soul. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You must be, uh, you, you must be raging about the, uh, the, 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 the guy in the Brazil guy the, who's like burning all the, all the trees. 
Yeah. That was a thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gotta be honest, Ollie, I haven't been online as much. I've been sort of mm. do, doing things, but um, too busy uh, fucking. Yeah. 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 Too many babes. Too many babes. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel it all the time down in, in my. In my heart and in my in my stomach, you get this yeah. sort of weird cramp. You get gassy. I have to go up in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I have to go. I'm sorry. Some something's up. You have to yeah. go go poo poo. There's constant pain. Yeah, and that's yeah. from trees. That's from the trees falling. It's over. from the trees falling. Over. Yeah. Wow. Is it because you 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 identify that closely with Bigfoot that you're worried about his habitat yeah. disappearing? Yeah. 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 This is, go? this is the logic that some Bigfooters have, is that we need to kill one in order to save them. Yes. No, it's the... We need to shoot one so that we can <laughs> keep them alive. Yes, because uh, otherwise, the, yeah, the, 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 the only way to stop a bad Bigfoot with a gun is, is a, a good Bigfoot, Bigfoot with, with, a, a, with a gun. Huge uh, Just gun. Like, a, like an Uzi. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of mass shootings, we're going to talk about it. Joker is out this week. Yeah, uh, it was already out, but uh, but yeah, I haven't seen it. It's uh, it's pretty twisted from what from what I understand. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so it's a lot of a lot of people mad online for various reasons, uh, but that's not that's not really anything different. From Every, everyone on Twitter, audience. everyone on Twitter who's cool and in the, in the know has uh, as a Joker. Avi thing. I haven't because I can't be asked. Yeah. But um yeah, I this is what happens. Uh the contrarian types who are online are just like, Yeah, we're society man. Yeah. Yeah. Joker's Joker's trick. We live in a society. Yeah. Um It's like they, they started off doing it as a joke, but eventually as everything, when you start it sort of you do it for real. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if that's how Banksy got started. Yeah. Like he was at first he was like, What's the like what's the stupidest, most banal like statement I can make yeah. uh with this graffiti? Uh and then it and caught on, he made loads of money. So it, like, yeah, he's just oh, suddenly like I've been oh, on to wow, something, yeah. 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 Um Yeah, I don't know. I I I'll probably see the 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 film, the Joker film. I, mean, um, I might do, but if I go on my own, I You won't be let in. Yeah, they're not they're not letting uh, men on their do own. I mean, see it. if there are any like um, people, friends, whatever out there who want to go with me, who wants to? We should do a contest. Actually, yeah, yeah. who wants to win win a win a date with with Lawrence? Yeah, yes. it doesn't have to be a date. We can just it's it's a date. It's just a date. Go, it's just, official. It's yeah, a date. Okay, okay. Um, who wants to win a date with Lawrence? Uh, yeah, please, I'm I, I'm nearly going to be an old man soon. He's an I, old I've maid. never been kissed. Is uh, it's you know who wants to kiss Lawrence? That's the next Anybody contest. Wanna, yeah, we're we're gonna get like just, uh, yeah. It's a good thing no one listens to this, so that we can't get like cancelled. Yeah, um, it's yeah. I, I cancel myself every day. Yeah, I'm. I mean, they right call now. me. They call me uh, an incel. I'm like, excuse me, I'm getting fucked by society on a daily basis. That's true. <laughs> I mean, we all are, but it's like I'm the one calling it out. So, and I'm yeah. the bad. I'm the yeah, bad guy. I, I'm the one who gets. Yeah, I'm the in, I'm the one who gets put. In, yeah, put in the bat on the, in the naughty you corner know, of, yeah, of society. You know, it's because it's not part of the plan. Everyone yeah. loses their minds. Um, it's not about seeing the film. It's about sending a message. It's about ethics in gaming, Jones. Yeah, it's about. <laughs> It's about harassing it's, women online. It's about it's about my god given right to tell these bitches who's boss. Yeah. 
It's, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's about the Ghostbusters ruining my childhood. Yeah. Girl. Girl. Just, just gnashing my teeth and wailing. What's the, um, what's the other one? The one who's, um, what's the other, what's her name? Was Bra Bra in Flight of the Concords? What? What's her name? She was in Flight of the Concords. Her name was Bra Bra. Her no such name as Bar. It was Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think she's all right. She's very funny. Kristen Wiig's great. Um, I like that Ghostbusters movie. I haven't, I haven't seen that either. It's, but it's not because of what everyone would say. It's because I'm very lazy. Yeah. And I don't like going to cinemas in any way. Yeah. There's always people there who make noises and I mean, chomp and yeah. just, ugh, I can't, I cannot take this. Yeah. Did yeah. you, I mean, have you seen any of like the new Star Wars or anything? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. I went and saw them. They're fine. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Joker is, uh, is, Joker is, is here and it's, and it's good. Uh, and, and, and yay. And he's going to win lots of awards. So that's, uh, so that's, that's good. I think we should, should we, we should rank the, the Jokers. I, th- I feel like I've only so seen the Heath Ledger one. I haven't, I think <laughs> I may have seen the Jack Nicholson one, but it was a long time ago. And uh, I'm going to work out. So we'll, we'll rank them on like how good you think they are or how good you think they might be. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the one in, from the, Batman and Robin TV show probably um, put him top. Yeah, maybe so Jen, Mark, Mark Hamill. Yeah, put maybe put yeah Mark Hamill because um, maybe put I don't know Mark Hamill second and then yeah for a lot of people yeah he is kind of the um, but he never played him in real he played the did voice yeah but um he never like but he kind of uh, yeah he sort of embodied the uh, um, and uh, yeah um trying to find the uh, the movie from the sixties, the 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 first one. That's that's only the TV series that's that's showing up, but uh, yeah, I mean, so you got Cesar Romero as as uh, the you know the Joker from the original TV series, famous for not wanting to shave his mustache off because uh, it got him too much pussy, um, so they just painted over it, and it's just <laughs> like insanely visible under his face paint. Um, I think. What's, what should the rating system be? Should be like like uh, f- uh, five, um, one one to five. Just keep it simple. Uh, yeah, but it should out like should okay. be like five five ha- five hars out of out of five five, five societies. Five <laughs> five societies. Okay, so yeah, so uh, so out of out of five societies, how many do you give uh, Caesar Romero? Oh, let's go four point four point two. That's pretty high. But yeah, 4.20. I mean, it is, yeah. It says okay, yeah, Batman the movie, nineteen sixty six. That was the uh, yeah first cinematic Joker. And if any nerds want to correct me, go fuck yourself. Um, so then, uh, then we fast forward to uh, the the Tim Burton one with uh, Jack uh, Jack Nichols' son, the, the golfer, the the golfer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Jack Nicholas' son, uh, where he's like. Dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight or whatever, yeah. uh, and he he like messes up a museum or something, doesn't he? Because mm. the the weird thing about that film is that it's soundtracked by Prince, so it's like you got this all this like insanely kind of like over the top gothic stuff happening, and this Danny Elfman score, and then just suddenly like Party Man by Prince will start playing, um, 
That's it, what the nineties was about. It's yeah. You just get really this, like the like the turtles film. Out of nowhere, Ice T. Oh yeah. Go ninja. Go ninja. Go yeah. ninja go. Um uh let's put maybe uh a, a, a four point uh six. So that's oh yeah, so there's a picture of him just in case. Uh, yeah. just to help you make your decision. Um so it's four point six. Four point six societies for, for Jack Nicholson. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um then we come to uh He wasn't well, in the Joe Schumacher ones. No, but I think yeah. canonically those follow on from the Tim Burton ones. because mm-hmm. uh, I believe Tim Burton was still a producer on on those Joel Schumacher ones, and I think that there's some of the same actors as well. I think the the guy playing Alfred is the same guy in all four of those oh, yeah. films, so they are like. But you get to see what I assume is Alicia Silverstone in a bat suit, and you get to see yeah, what, see that what, ass. Yeah, and and I hope that not just a stand-in. It's uh, it almost certainly is, but uh, but yeah, but then you also see like uh, what's his name, Chris. Uh, the fucking the Chris Donald, Chris O'Donnell. Chris o- yeah. You can see his ass mm. uh, when he puts on his outfit, and then there's the the bat nipples and the bat credit card. That's great. Uh, that was man. that was so dumb, but it was. It's uh, yeah. I mean, like the Batman Forever is like. It's not good. No. Um, but compared to like Batman and Robin, it's like just stupid and fun and. Like Jim Carrey is like the Riddler, and it's like he's like he, he's insane before he becomes the Riddler. Like it's it's the same thing with like weirdly it's the same thing with Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Like I think in the book of The Shining, it's more about like uh, Jack Torrance's kind of slow descent into madness. But it's like the like the first shot of Jack Nicholson you see in The Shining, he's like already grinning like a fucking lunatic. Like, his face just screams, like, I'm going to kill everybody in this movie um, right away. And it's kind of the same with Jim Carrey in, in Batman Forever. It's like, you see him in his lab. He's Dr. Dr. Yeah. Edward Nigma, which is like, Edward Nygma. I was going to say, pretty... Edward Nigma. <laughs> what you call me? Nigma balls, bitch. It's, uh, yeah. I know. It's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. What, it, it, what do you mean, you people? Um but he's yeah he's like in his lab doing experiments or whatever and he's clearly already insane um and then like the experiment goes wrong or something and then he's like he, i think he kills like Ed Begley Jr or something isn't he, if i remember rightly i can't remember the film but isn't he like a some a fan of Bruce Wayne or something isn't he something like meets him and he's like yeah I'm a real, real big fan of you, Mr Wayne or something like that i can't that remember. is like a that's always a tr- a tr- uh, one of the traits in that, yeah, that's definitely a popular thing in, in superhero. Where he's, I uh, really look. At, it was in the Spider Man one. I'm a real big fan, and then he becomes like Venom or something. Uh, yeah, and uh, well, it's, it's literally the plot of the first uh, Incredibles movie as well, isn't it? Like the 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 bad guy is like yeah. a, an obsessed fan of the the Incredibles, mm. um, and then has to destroy them for some reason. It looked like Wayne Rooney. Is yeah, he did look a bit like Wayne Rooney. <laughs> he had more hair though, mm. like more, you know, more. He didn't have to have hair plugs. Mm. Um, yeah, and then also in that film, you got like Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face, and it's kind of like I don't know. I feel like Billy D. Williams kind of got screwed over because Billy D. Williams was playing Harvey Dent in the two Tim Burton movies, and then it's just like Joel Schumacher was like, no, no, I want, I want, I want Tommy was, Lee Jones to do it. Was this before Men in Black? 
think it might have been, yeah. Ninety six, right before I think, yeah, it was probably filmed around the same time actually. Um, So I was thinking maybe, maybe that was why they casted him. Yeah, no, I think, I think, yeah, I believe I think Batman Forever was ninety five, and then Men in Black was maybe ninety six or ninety seven. I'm just gonna look it up real quick. Um, but I remember there was a scene in Batman and Robin where um, Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy and whoever's playing Bane. It's not. It's not the uh, the Bane that we know, but yeah. it's, it's the comical bird. Yeah, and they're in disguise bird. for some reason. Bane's in disguise. Like, yeah, it's like, he's wearing a hat and a, like, a big overcoat. Oh, just let this, just let this homunculus and a gas mask in. It's clearly nothing suspect, suspect going on here. So, um, uh, there's some great stuff in that film. It's just yeah, when you do what you see it. It's quite funny. But after a while, it's sort of towards the end. You sort of like it's not as funny. It's sort of it's you forget how long it is. I think that's the it's, thing. It's about family. It, it is. It's, it's, about. it's like the Fast and Furious movie. It's, it's about, about family. family. Um, yeah, so Batman Forever was 95, and then the first Men in Black movie was 97. So, if anything, Tommy Lee Jones probably got cast in Men in Black off of uh, hmm. his performances to face. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Batman and Robin. Because Batman and Robin is, like like I said, it's like, you think about watching it just as like a goof, because it'll be funny, because it, yeah. is, it is very, like... It's, you get it's, the Schwarzenegger puns. And- yeah, it's like... On the one hand, it's like they're trying to make like a knowingly kind of camp film, but then there's also just like so much unintentional. Yeah. It's like watching American Horror Story. Like you're watching something that's like intentionally camp, but also like unintentionally hilarious in that it's just completely off the wall and just nuts, just just absolutely insane, and doesn't appear to be the target audience. Doesn't appear to be anyone. <laughs> like it's like I don't know who it's aimed for. <clears throat> Um, and then there was sort of no Batman films for like ten years. Well, there was the cartoon. I think so, yeah, because yeah. there was there was going to be another. Uh, yeah, there was going to be another um, Batman movie after that, uh, and it the the reception for Batman and Robin was so poor that it they didn't make mm. it. Um, so that, yeah, for a, for a long time, nothing happened. The animated series, Mark Hamill, kind of. I think about. we'll put. I'm gonna put like four. Four point nine. 4.9 for Mark Hamill. Close. 4.9 societies 4. 4. for Mark Hamill's 4. Joker. 4.8, 4.9. Because he has, he's been doing it longer than anyone. Because, I mean, he's been doing it since the early 90s in the animated series, right up to, like, a couple of years ago in the uh, in, video MDR, games. MDR, Come Asylum Games. Like, yeah. They're good, they're good games. Um, he's, uh, yeah. He is... Maybe I've... Maybe, is that too high? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like I said, for a lot of people, he is he is the definitive Joker. Like he's kind of the the, the like he's sort of got enough of the the comic book um, essence, but also you know kind of genuinely creepy and threatening, and mm. you know it's, it's yeah more more than his character Luke Skywalker. I think mm. he has a lot more very lot more dynamicism with the Joker. I just think doing the voice. Yeah, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that thinks Luke Skywalker is cooler than the Joker. Yeah, um, that's real. Yeah. The real nerds out there. Yeah, like, real. No way, man. Yeah, uh, real pathetic. Fucking. They got the Funko Pop Star Wars Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and they hate they hate Ray. Ray's mm. and Mary Sue. That's a phrase. How they can do, you hate Ray? She's, uh, you know, she's a queen. 
She's yes, queen. Damn yes, me, queen. Slay. If, if you know Daisy Ridley, mm. just you know that's true. We should. We haven't had her on yet. Just say um, I got a friend who re- who really likes you. Yeah, and but also you know we got you're an Arsenal fan. We got this Arsenal She's podcast. Arsenal, yeah. Yeah, I think she so. lived sort of down the road from Highbury. She lived she in the said, Emirates. Yeah, she, she lives practically lives. Box she lives in my heart. She lives. She lives on in in all of our hearts. R.I.P. Daisy Ridley. Gunned down at the age of 24. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not, let's not joke yeah, you're about that. Touching, touching wood. I don't, I, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to kill off your, your girlfriend. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, that's my waifu. And then, uh, your, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your waifu. Um, then we got, uh, yeah, the, the Dark Knight, which I think is, I, I, you probably got like a split between people whose definitive version of the Joker is Mark Hamill, and then the the other half of people is is Heath Ledger. Um, mm. I think uh, it did. I mean, it, you know, it's it's kind of been talked about to death, but he did. You know, he had to make you forget there was already you know like Jack Nicholson's version and everything, and he had to he had to do something so different with it that hadn't really been attempted I before. Think and from what I know, from what I gather, apparently he. Got the idea for how to pay Joker from a Tom Waits interview. There is, yeah, there's a video where, yeah, he, because uh, he did, he based, apparently he did base the look and uh, a lot of the mannerisms of the character on various musicians. Um, so a lot of, yeah, a lot of kind of like 70s punk musicians and also like there's some like Kurt Cobain in there. And then, uh, yeah, there is, there's that old interview of uh, Tom Waits on Australian television where he's, he's sort of talking and moving a lot like, uh, a lot like the Joker. Um, kind of makes you wonder, you know, it would have been cool if there was a Batman movie where Tom Waits had played the Joker. But uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I that's I rewatched it recently, and I was worried that it wouldn't hold up because you know I was eighteen when it came out, and it was the most profound thing I'd ever seen, and uh, you know it was uh, it, it was so you know it was just so so twisted. He didn't mm. he didn't care about anything. He just wanted to watch the world burn and. So yeah, I went through a phase of like you know doing the wearing the costume and stuff and talking about society and how we live in a society and all that. Did he um, really do that? And is that really a thing? I can't remember exactly. I think he was just more like a like a sort of terrorist. He did. Master. I mean, he he did everything but say we live in a society yeah. because that didn't that didn't exist. I think yet, he was just more he, like a wind up, try to just try to get Batman to do something he didn't want to do, like. There is, there's a couple of scenes where he's like talking about like trying you know, corrupt Batman essentially. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what he was. But trying there, to there, do. there is, there's definitely a couple of scenes where he's talking about like you know, like it's all, it's all part of the plan. And if I say I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill a teacher or something, and people lose their minds. But if a soldier gets killed, no. nobody cares. And it's like it, you know that sort of thing. Um. So yeah, there's definitely a bit of that, but nowhere near to the extent that I do. Um, I do remember your uh, your phase when you were dressed as Joker. And I remember going to a yeah. friend of ours's house, knocked on the door, and you opened it dressed as a Joker, and I was like, kind of taken back a bit. Yeah, it's like, oh, hello, hello, Ollie. It's twisted, pretty twisted, you're pretty, uh, you're, pretty twisted. You MF. were doing it before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, because it was. It definitely was cool at some point. Yeah. Um, before all the memes. Yeah, I don't know. There's like, whatever season of The Office it was that was out that year, there's like the Halloween episode, and it's like the very first scene is like three of the characters dressing as, uh, like the the three like biggest loser characters are like dressed as 
it was the Joker, and it was just like, uh, yeah, that was that was me. That was that was absolutely me. Um, so yeah, but yeah. So how many how many societies are you giving to Ooh, uh, to Heath R O P? I think I might have to kind of give the same as maybe Hammer. I don't know. Yeah, it's up there. Okay. Four point eight or nine. Okay. Societies. Four point four point nine societies for for uh, for Heath. Um. Then we move on to the uh, the the real the real shit. Um, this is the you know the the really the really twisted uh, sob Jared Leto um, playing what is arguably the first uh, Juggalo interpretation of the Joker um, with his uh, you know with his grill and his uh, facial tattoos. Looks like a SoundCloud rep. He really yeah. He just, I mean, god damn, just so many choices like for that character where it was just, I, I, on the one hand, I kind of get that it was like, where else could they go so Surrounded. soon after Heath Ledger? But it, yeah, it's fucking hell. I haven't seen the Suicide Squad, but um, the trailer where he's surrounded by all the knives, I was like, damn, that that's some craziness going on there. It really is like it because there's that scene in The Dark Knight where it's like when he finally gets arrested and they're just laying out like on a table like all the knives he has in his pocket and they is literally like they saw that scene and was like yeah well our guy's got like fifty, 50 knives, knives instead of ten so he must be really fucked up like it it yeah that sort of that sort of logic um yeah I think I know that like he was uh, apparently very mad that. He was kind of sold uh, a different version of the film to what ended up coming out because um, mm. they did have to. They drastically sort of reshot uh, a lot of the film because it test screened so poorly, mm. um, especially after the the Batman Superman uh, movie where the, it was just really miserable and everyone hated it. So they had to like reshoot it and put a bunch of jokes in it. Um, and I think that meant like cutting way down on how much screen time the Joker got. Cause apparently he filmed a bunch of scenes that like never made it in. And he's only, he's only in the film for like four minutes or something, isn't he? Like, I think that was like, I don't know if it's just a, uh, one of these jokes that went around is um, all the sort of antics that Jared Leto would do. Yeah. I mean, I think this is something we, I, I've talked about before, but yeah, there, there was a definite like change from uh, when he was when it was first announced and they first released those pictures, and he was trying to be like more twisted and fucked up than the Heath Ledger one. It was like he was sending like bullet casings and dead rats to the to the castmates that were on the film, and then uh, when they did all those reshoots to try and make it funnier, it was like, oh, he was sending dildos and used condoms to his castmates. And it was like, okay, so it's just like, whoever the, like, the publicist is for this movie is really just like completely unafraid to just flip-flop depending on like what they think people are going to like respond to. Um, which I guess is their job as a, you know, as a, like a, you know, disgusting marketing person for just awful shit. Uh, but, yeah, man, it's uh, yeah. So, how many <laughs> how many societies um, we given to? Uh, <clears throat> I'm just trying maybe, to see if I can find a picture of, uh, uh, of the Joker here. Um, it's kind of weird me having not seen the film. I'm just going on. I feel like it doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe just a two. 
two societies. Two societies. Yeah, so there's like a promo photo of him with a, just kind of him looks, in a tux next to uh, Harley Quinn. That's, you uh, know, it's not. It it looks too clean. Too, it is too almost. Too, um, yeah, for a character that's supposed to be like all twisted and fucked up, it's. It looks like, like he keeps well trimmed and visits the barbers and. Yeah, he's definitely got a subscription to uh, nice, HarrysRazors.com, yeah. uh, which, uh, by the way, please sponsor us. Um, yeah, there's another. He's wearing a straight jacket, but he's still got the grill. He, yeah, so this is like a, again, having not, you, you know, maybe we're not best placed to sort of comment on this, but the still I'm looking at here is that he is being interviewed by what I assume is, uh, yeah, so that's Margot Robbie, who ends up being. Harley Quinn. The backstory there is that she's like the psychiatrist that falls in love with uh, <laughs> the Joker. So he's like cl- clearly in some Arkham or whatever. He's in like what looks like some sort of prison slash mental institution. And he's wearing a straight jacket, but they've let him keep his grill. So they've let him <laughs> they've let him keep his metal teeth in, and his hair is still bright green. And he he appears to still be in full makeup. So they've let him like keep all his makeup. And his his again metal teeth, um, but they've put him in a straight jacket so he doesn't like slap anyone. I guess so. That's uh, yeah. So that's two societies out of five for uh, for Jared Leto's Joker. And then we we move on to uh, not quite the present day, but a couple of years ago, we got the the Lego Batman movie. Um, and which, I didn't uh, see this. It's. Uh, I'll say it's good. It's. Uh, it's. I was a big fan of the, the the first Lego movie. I was surprised by how how funny and how good that was. Um, and the Lego Batman movie, yeah, kind of doesn't disappoint. We got Zach Galifianakis does the voice of the Joker, and um, yeah, he's uh, he do, he does a pretty good job. He sort of he goes kind of slightly more the Mark Hamill route. Um, it's because it's you know it's like a, a kids animated movie, so you know he's kind of more licensed to go cartoony with it. But it is, uh, yeah, I read one review of the new Joker film that said it would be pretty interesting to have seen, because Todd Phillips, the director, did all the Hangover films, it would have been pretty interesting to see someone like Zach Galifianakis playing the Joker in like a big, you know, a big quote-unquote serious prestige uh, movie like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. You know, rather than casting like another Oscar winner. Is, uh, is is the Joker like it's like it's fucking Hamlet or something? Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I think I think for me, Zach Galifianakis did a, a a good job in that movie. I think I'll I'll give him uh, I'll give him three and a half societies out of uh, out of five since you you don't really uh, yeah you you got no frame of reference unlike the others. I saw the first Lego movie. It's fine. Yeah, I watched it on at Christmas. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's good. I, yeah, I, I laughed a lot. Um, did you, did, there was going to be a Playmobil movie with Daniel Radcliffe that came out in the summer. Yeah, uh, I saw that advertised on the side of a bus, and I was like, just Playmobil. fuck everything. Like just the Meccano movie. Just like yeah, like er, just anything, anything that is like an inter- intellectual property is like now being optioned to be made into a film. Like now that they. They successfully made a Lego movie. Like it, just everything is getting adapted. Like they'll just be like, "How far are we away from just a PlayStation movie?" Like they already, they already made that fucking Ready Player One bullshit. Oh, oh, like yeah. it, like it won't be long. It's yeah, like there was some some studio somewhere, some executive 
puffing on a cigar right now is literally like, ah, the kids love this PlayStation. Like, what are these we, radio games? We, yeah, they, we gotta make we, it. We gotta make. We gotta make video games. The movie. They're gonna make Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but with like Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Sort of characters. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they are, they did already make you know Ready Player One, which is basically that, but it is like. Yeah, we're not. We're surely not. For, I mean, and they, you know, they've got the fucking the 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 Sonic Abomination that's that's coming out. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So that's when I used to. I played Sonic when it came out, and I wasn't really like super into it. It was kind of frustrating. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, I don't know why everyone loves this game so much. It's like it's really frustrated because, like, I think, uh, yeah, it it. <laughs> It does, like you, you've sort of. It's not Mario because yeah, Mario's can be fun and. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of those Mario games, there's like more than one way to play it. Yeah. Uh, like you can, you know, you can kind of complete levels in more than one. You know, there's more than one way to kind of get around certain problems. Um, yeah, the Sonic games very much are just kind of like, well, if you can't figure it out, fuck you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there, I, I don't know what's up with, with Sonic fans. I had a cousin who uh, was and presumably still is obsessed with, with Sonic. The only person I've ever met that had a Dreamcast. Um, I do have a one thing Sonic related, which was like some pinball thing. It's was, it was not really in a pinball machine, but it's like, it was just a little kiddie thing where yeah. you'd have a little pinball and magnets and the thing would go up some stairs and Sweet. You'd press the button, it would swing the, the ball over and flick up. Wow. Pop up into it and then go down into a little basket and then go all the way back down. <laughs> it's quite cool. Just <laughs> sounds pretty rad. But it had Sonic on it. Yeah, there's that. You know, I've that happens still, in the game. Still you got it. Guide still the ball up the stairs. Yeah. Um, there is there is a great video uh, online I saw a couple of weeks ago. Of, uh, Jim Carrey at some like red carpet event, and there's a a woman interviewing him uh, about the Sonic movie, and uh, for, for some reason she is under the impression. And won't not just the thing about it is that like it's not just that she's under the impression she won't be shaken from this impression that he is playing Sonic in the new Sonic movie. So she keeps asking him questions about what's it like being Sonic? How did you prepare to play Sonic? And he keeps correcting her, saying, "Well, I'm playing Robotnik. Uh, I'm not actually playing Sonic." Um, he's very polite about it, but like she doesn't pick up on any of his answers where he just directly says, "I'm not Sonic." <laughs> Um, it's yeah, that's that's a pretty uh, pretty funny watch if you look that up online. Um, yeah, Jim Carrey being interviewed about Sonic. Um, man, and then yeah, so from the Lego Batman movie, we've now got uh, Joker, uh, which uh, came out last last Friday. Um, apparently, he says the N word in this movie. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's just a rumor, but I thought that was just that account. There is, there was, yeah, there's the he, Twitter account. He was teased there. he was going to sit, and then he didn't. And then, and yeah. then he got his PayPal hacked or something. Ah, that's that video he made of him like not saying it was very well made. I thought I thought it was a very very funny bit. I mm. I, I I like that. I only recently, as in like earlier today, found out that the uh, the Santa Cruz Joker uh, Twitter account is not a bit like the guy is doing yeah. it absolutely seriously. I I thought. Because I'd see people like retweeting it and stuff, and I thought it was like some some Twitter person like doing it as a joke. Um, and it turns out that it's no, it's completely real. And the, the guy is like, yeah, is is truly uh, truly twisted. Um, so yeah, we got we got, yeah we got Joaquin Phoenix. who's a good actor. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I don't know if we needed a, a a very serious Joker movie right now. Uh, what do we reckon? How many how many societies Oof. for? Uh... I don't know. I wasn't entirely convinced by his look when I saw it. It just looked like just general sort of ang- uh, angry clown. I think yeah, it's, it's, it's because it's, it's too like, clowny. It's it's him like it's because it's an origin story, isn't it? So it's oh. sort of like it's him becoming the Joker before he becomes the oh, version yeah. of the Joker that we all. It's sort of kind of like that that Gotham TV show where it's like the Batmanless Batman show. Where oh, it's yeah. just like like Batman's like a little kid, and it's just everything else that's going on in Gotham, but you know, before he becomes Batman, it's like. Well, it gives a fuck. Like, I'd like okay. just. Oh, I'd see the penguin when he's in his twenties. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. That's feeding, interesting. Feeding penguins at the. Zoo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's like oh, Jim Gordon when he's only in his mid thirties. Wow. Um. So, yeah. I, I. It's. It's. That sort of. I get why they've kind of altered the look a little bit there to just make him look more like a straight up clown. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I I'll have to see it first, but um, it I probably won't see it. But um, let's just play it safe and say four point seven. I don't know. Okay, four point so five. You're putting four point five. You're putting him ahead of Nicholson, okay. but below. And I think I gave Nicholson six. Oh, okay, right, okay. Let's put. Let's give him a four point five. So you're pretty positive on all these I jokers. You're I pretty- think majority of the time they've casted. Good actors to do them. They do yeah. this interpretation. I think just one or two. I think that yeah, the the big misstep is is clearly Jared Leto. Yeah, um, who just seems like uh, ugh, I, yeah, you'd have to you would have to pay me to hang out with Jared Leto. He just seems insufferable. Does he still do Thirty Seconds to Mars? Or is that oh, it gives a fuck? Yeah, like it's just yeah. It, do, it always amazes me when people are able to do, like, more than one thing insanely badly. Like, it just, yeah. Mm. Like, uh, like Kid Rock going from being, like, the worst rapper in the world to the worst country singer in the world. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah, just amazing to be that shitty at that many things. Or the fucking, the Skrillex guy uh, being in that emo band. Um from, Fuck, what were they called? From First, first yeah, to Last? Yeah, First to Last. Yeah, so he was like okay. the singer of that and then, you know, in, in, making just the most Him irritating being responsible form of EDM. for every advert during the early part of this decade. Every advert. Yeah. yeah. But it would, yeah, it would, it would start out with like a different kind of music and yeah. then it would like, to let you know, to let you know that the thing was cool, like, you know. Dubstep, that's what the kids like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, it's the dubstep car. Like it, it's yeah. There was something else I kind of wanted to talk about is like like trends in advertising at the moment because it is like I try and avoid uh, avoid adverts yeah, they, just in yeah. general. Um, but every now and then you're in a situation where you can't you know you can't avoid them and you're just confronted with the just grotesque, crass disgustingness of just the utter like cynicism that is advertising, um, and. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know when it started happening, but there seems to be this thing where, like, the only way advertising executives can like uh, get off is by having like breathy piano-led cover versions of songs yeah. in adverts. And they have some girl singing. Yeah, like they do, um, There's there's one that I saw with a, there's like a, a guy who uh, sounds like 
I could j- j- like you just hear someone's voice and you're like, man, I'd love to beat the shit. Yeah, out of you. I think that he kind of sounds like doing a um, cover of uh, "What a Wonderful World" in in some like travel agency advert or some shit. It, it's yeah, it kind of sounds like Best Best Steel, Is that his name? They have that kind of yeah. singing. Yeah, Sam Sam Smith. Yeah, kind of Best Steel sounding. Sam Smith's not quite as whispery. Yeah, yeah, that sort of yeah. Um. But yeah, that and then there's also uh, uh, all the the tra- certainly the trend in movie trailers is to have kind of like a, a big epic kind of like orchestral version of a pop song in the trailer for something. Um, although that seems to have spread to everything else now because I saw an advert for uh, Gears Five, the video game Gears yeah, Five, Fluid Mac, yeah, the, uh, the chain, which seems particularly stupid because. Mm. It's it's only been like what like two years since the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and it's like the the whole like climax of that film is like a big CGI like showdown that's set to the chain, like the original version of the chain by Fleetwood Mac, not like a you know shitty kind of like piano led epic version of it. Um, so it's just like I don't know, it's a weird move on like you know that marketing company's part where it's like. Yeah, I'm sure that there is no crossover in the audiences for people who play the Gears of War video games and the people who've definitely seen all the Marvel movies multiple times. You know, we can get away with this one. Like, no one's going to notice that these two things are exactly the same. Uh, But then again, you know, clearly I might be giving them too much credit because they work in advertising. So that's, yeah. There's too many adverts for me about credit scores. Yeah, that that's kind and, of predatory um, and yeah. Oh, uh, now I've got my over fifties life cover. Now I can't wait to die. Sign up for don't <laughs> yeah. be a burden dot com. You'll yeah. get a free pen for inquiring. Yeah, get that, someone like yeah. That shit is grim. Uh, yeah. What a lovely funeral. Yeah. They just chucked him in the ditch and burned it. Because they used to like they used to have like Michael Parkinson on those adverts, didn't they? And yeah. I feel like that's kind of cheating because it's just old people will just trust Parky no matter what. They'll just be you know like just you just be like you it's know. Like, I've seen I've seen. Doesn't yet. matter if there's lead in your water. Just go ahead and drink it anyway. Like it just yeah. They do the advert where it's like, oh yes, I've seen the adverts with Parky, but it's like, but you're in the well, advert. So, what? So you're in the advert. So you've seen in. Yourself, yeah, it's like uh, a fourth wall, uh, it's like a Charlie Kaufman film. Um, so like, what am I doing on TV? Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, so in closing, we do in fact live in a society. Um, so with that in mind, let's uh recommend some uh cultural appropriation for, for the society. And uh, what do you got for us this week, Lawrence? Well, my uh, recommendation this week is the new record from one of my favourite uh, artists, uh, Deventura Banhart. Oh, you got a new album? Man. Yeah, it's called. Uh, it's just called Ma, M A M A, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think my favourite song on the album is um, "Taking Taking the Page" or something. Taking a page, take a page, like something like that. Taking a piss more, like yeah. And uh, that's that's a pretty good song. Um, yeah, it just goes shows someone I've been into for like fifteen years now, and just mm. every album is, re- is consistent, very consistently, very very good. Very uh, 
He's like a fun weirdo, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, Goes in and out of sort of very sort of sad indie stuff to more sort of psychedelic with Latin American yeah. stuff. Yeah. Folk, psychedelic folk stuff. and Yeah, he's good. Okay. Devendra Banhart with uh, Ma. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Um, I'll recommend, uh, if you, you know, we've been talking all about a lot of, like, twisted shit on this episode. If you want to see something really twisted, uh, by which I mean uh, someone being rude to celebrities, uh, watch the Between Two Phones movie on Netflix. That's uh, That's been out for a couple of weeks now, and it's, it's very, very funny. Um, Zach Galifianakis uh, doing the, the Between Two Phones thing, which he's been doing online for, I don't know, like 10 years at this point. But uh, yeah, some very, very funny interviews on that. And then there's also, um, it is like a you know proper movie with a story and stuff. So you, Lauren Lapkus is uh, one of the uh, one of the supporting cast. She's very, very, very funny in it, as as you would expect. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's great. Watch, check out the uh, the Between Two Phones movie on Netflix. It's only like it's like eighty minutes long or something. It's you know it's not not a huge commitment, and it's right there on on Netflix. So check it out, folks. Um, so that's pretty much. Is there anything else we're gonna talk about? Uh, it's been a few weeks. I guess there's no. I'm assuming there's no more Bigfoot stuff. No. Yeah, okay. I would have recommended this film. I've talked about it before. Let us. Let us from the big man, but it's a bit more kind of. Um, it doesn't treat Bigfoot. It's not like Harry and Henderson's Bigfoot. It treats Bigfoot more like a sort of um, and a telepathic in a sense sort of. <laughs> wow. But it's a bit more. It takes a more sort of. It was a sort of self-funded indie film that got a lot of good reviews at yeah. Sundance when it came out early in this decade, 2012, I think, 2014. Right. And, um, yeah, it's, got, it's, it's, a, it's one of the more decent films probably since Aaron Anderson's yeah. in terms of Bigfoot, in terms of how to you can present the subject in a bit more of a... We should uh, a mature way, I guess, in a bit more of a. We should, in the same way that we just ranked the Joker's, we should rank the uh, cinematic Bigfoot yeah. uh, adaptations. Yeah, um, maybe we'll do that next. Most week. of them have Lance Hendrickson in them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and even including like the X Files, and he's, yeah. I think he's, yeah, I don't know if he's in there. Did they do a Bigfoot episode? Yeah, in the well, sort of, sort the, of. It was Jersey Devil, but it was that was it. Yeah, it that, was, yeah, it was just feral human people i can't believe they never did because they brought the x-files back and they didn't do a slender man episode that seems like a seems like that'd be right up their street but anyway um so yeah this is junior funners and like and subscribe if you want more uh if you don't tell someone that you don't like to uh like and subscribe make them make them listen to it otherwise uh, bye